1: I wish in my soul, I wish
2: that any of these people had a conscience.
0: Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country,
3: this country will be saved.
4: War Here's your host, Stephen K. Back. Close
0: of the day, but a pretty broad and pretty ugly sell-off in reaction to the Fed, weaker retail sales number and the fear of higher rates for longer. That's it for me on Closing Bell. See you tomorrow. Into Overtime with Scott.
2: They're cheering down here. I don't know if it's worthy, though, given this market action. Welcome to Overtime. I'm Scott Wartner. You just heard the bells. We are just getting started for post nine here at the New York Stock Exchange, where stocks had an absolutely miserable day. Ed Yardini is going to join us in just a bit to try and make sense of it all, tell us what he thinks might happen next. Adobe earnings also crossing any moment now. The tech space wrecked big time today, too. We'll have that report. The stock move, of
1: course, that follows there. We begin, though, with our talk of the team. How bad might it get for your money at a time when some were planning for a year end rally? Let's ask Canner's Eric Johnston, who was not in that camp. He made his case a couple weeks ago. Stocks had some major pain ahead. He's here with me on set at Postline. Okay. Uh, it's good to see good you again. You. Good to see good you, see Scott. Uh, you nailed it.
0: Uh, CNBC guy. Thank you. It is uh, Thursday, 15 December, year of Lord 2022. The called shot of Steve Cortez. Reality. Finally sets in yep. to Wall Street, sir. Talk to th- this was directly driven by something we've talked about on the show a lot. Right? right. The consumers finished tapped out. Yes. This Christmas is going to be a tough Christmas. Talk to me about retail that all of a sudden, yep. all, all the skipping around and the, and the kind of uh, happy talk you've heard the last couple of days since the Fed got up there reality struck today?
1: Yes, unfortunately. Uh, the the cold, harsh reality, the, the wet towel uh, of economic data showing that the American consumer, as we have been talking about, as we've been demonstrating with numbers, with evidence and data, the American consumer is absolutely spent, particularly middle and lower income Americans. Uh, that was validated today by retail sales, which missed by a mile for the month of November, which of course is a crucial month into the Christmas shopping season. Uh, we'll show some of the uh, specifics here on the data, but Steve, it was just a, a beat down for the markets then. Because of this awful data, the Dow Jones lost 764 points. The semiconductor sector, Steve, down almost 4% on the day um, in absolute free fall. So uh, there was a bit of euphoria in markets on Tuesday at the seemingly better uh, inflation print. But as we pointed out very carefully, if inflation has indeed peaked, and I suspect it has, it's not getting... Good. Okay, it's not turning into a good situation. It's still a crisis, um, but it's less intense of a crisis. But if that is the case, Steve, it's only because the economy is absolutely yeah. imploding. Okay, it's not because of no. Any they've policy they've done.
0: They've done what they've tried to do, which is to uh, it's the destruction of aggregate demand, which yeah. is basically the ability to buy things.
1: Right. Exactly. So let's show some of this uh, by the way in, in chart form. Uh, first, let's go to chart one, and this is actually before we get to the retail sales. Uh, this is Philadelphia Fed. So first, let's talk about uh, the business side of things before we get to the consumer side of things. And this is the Philadelphia Federal uh, Federal Reserve Index of new orders. As you can see on that chart, it has now been negative for seven months in a row. And today it hit the lowest level since the lockdowns in the spring of 2020. If you take out those couple of months, uh, March and April of 2020, Steve, this is the lowest for manufacturing new orders since 2008 since the great financial crisis, okay? So that was released today, and that would be bad enough on its own, uh, on, the, on the business side, on the manufacturing side of things. But then when we look at the consumer side of things at retail sales, uh, the news got only worse. Now. Let's go to chart number two. Uh, this is retail sales, and i broke broken it down by category here. And as you can see on these categories, autos down 2.3%, building materials down 25 furniture down 26 and compare that to the prior month, how much we have deteriorated just from October to November. Uh, it's pretty intense. So what was the market reaction like? Well, let's go to chart number three. This is the Dow Jones Industrial Average. And this is a, a micro chart. These are only five minute yeah. bars. I'm only showing you the last three days. Normally, when I show charts, I like to show yeah, a lot yeah, of context yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know years and years or even decades. But in this case, I think it's important here to actually take a very micro view. Because again, there was that euphoria Okay, at the far upper left-hand side of that chart when the Dow opened up, extremely uh, exuberant on, again, the Slightly less terrible inflation news on Tuesday. But what has happened ever since? Well, it has gotten absolutely gobsmacked, right, off 1,500 points of Tuesday morning's early high in just three days. That's the reality. And then let's go to one more. Let's look at a sector. Uh, this is chart number four. These are the regional banks, which we've shown before yeah. on the uh, on the war room here. And I think this is an important sector for us Wh- to
0: watch. Why, why are regional banks important for people to look at?
1: Because they're so domestically focused. Yeah. Okay, so the big banks are so global. Money that, center. Yeah, yeah, the money center banks, the JP Morgans and Goldman Sachs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're getting a global read when you look at their numbers, when you look at their stock. These are the regional banks uh, in, in the United States that are overwhelmingly domestically focused. And I think a far better read on what's actually going on with Main Street, what's going on with home mortgages, with lending to small business. This is a far better reflection. And unfortunately, in this case, uh, a very dour reflection, frankly, of what is happening on Main Street. As you can see, the KRE, which that's the, the ETF, the exchange-traded fund, in one ticker, you get all the regional banks uh, jumped together. Uh, when we look at that, it has been absolutely decimated. That is simply the reality right now. That hit a new fourth quarter low. It's not quite a new 2022 low, but a new low for the fourth quarter. So the reality is the Biden economic crisis, Steve, continues to intensify. This puts all the more onus and urgency on this incoming House GOP. Uh, and I've had a lot of really constructive meetings with some of our greatest fighters on Capitol Hill, including uh, these last couple of days, including Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I impressed upon them, too, the urgency to start to rectify, to start to address. Address this systemic crisis, this deepening crisis, and to me, the most uh, the most powerful and quickest uh, method to start to, to attack this inflation would be through unleashing American energy again. Something that I believe is doable, uh, and something where if we bring uh, the Democrats to the brink, if we if we say, "Listen, we will not fund," I think border border has to be number one, yeah. but be number two <laughs> is is energy, and say, "We will not fund any of your initiatives unless you once again unleash the full power of domestic American energy."
0: I, I want to pull back for a second <clears throat> and talk about um, the uh, American, the the little guy, the American consumer, mm-hmm. and uh, the bond market, the inverted yield curve. Right there, there is a now you see in the stock market, but there's been a basically a vote of no confidence right now Correct. in the Biden. And I want everybody to understand this. This is not you and I saying it. This is the hard metrics that are out there. The consumer now you've got the retail. Uh, you've got, you've got the inverted yield curve. Talk to us about that, about what is that signaling to us as far as the, the, the the bond market, which is 10 X, the stock market, the bond market's reaction to Biden's to Biden's uh, policies. Yeah.
1: And I would say to folks out there, listen, if you pay attention to financial markets, probably you follow the stock market a lot more closely than the bond market, which is understandable because frankly, it's just more interesting. Uh, there's more, there's much sexier stories in the stock market, but guess what? Bonds matter so much more for your life because unless you're a very wealthy American and you have a ton of assets in the stock market, let's face it, day-to-day fluctuations in the stock market just don't matter that much to most people, don't matter that much to Main Street and to small business, but interest rates matter absolutely enormously yeah. to every single debt you have in your life, whether it's your mortgage, credit card bill, um, and the inverted yield curve, this phenomenon that's very unusual historically, and historically has an almost perfect record of predicting deep, deep recessions. An inverted yield curve means that short-term rates have risen higher than long-term rates. Now, why does that happen? Why does that inversion, that peculiarity happen? Well, it's because the Fed is aggressively raising interest rates to try to fight the inflation that it helped create, along with Joe Biden. Um, At the same time, the bond market is very pessimistic about the long-term trajectory of the economy, so long end rates are not rising, so it's that is known as an inverted yield curve. And by the way, it's not a little bit inverted, Steve. Okay, it is massively inverted, it's almost a full percentage point. We're down at minus 80 bips, meaning uh eight tenths of a percentage point in the yield curve right now, and it's an incredibly ominous sign for the U.S. for the world. And adding to that, by the way, the, the global aspect of this. China is an absolute freefall. And I think some folks out there in the audience who hate CCP might say, hey, isn't that good news, Cortez? Listen, it's good news if it takes down the CCP eventually, which it may. But in the near term for the U.S. economy, unfortunately, because we are so deeply intertwined with China, no, it is a very negative economic force, the fact that China is imploding at the same time we are cratering.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the biggest inverted yield curve since 1982. Yeah, correct. And everybody remembers 1982 is when Volcker and Reagan steely-eyed trying to wring inflation out of the economy that was getting down to the depths of, of, of that stagflation. And then it came back. But you've got to go through and, a lot of carnage yeah. to get there. And by the way, I would argue, Steve, that this situation is worse now.
1: All right, As bad as things were in the late 1970s and the early 1980s, the situation is much worse now. And by the way, a lot of it because of China and because of <laughs> globalism. So, for example, we still controlled important manufacturing processes yes. back then. right? We still made the critical goods that we needed. We're, here, a, ma-
0: we're a manufacturing superpower.
1: Yeah, here in the United States. That's yeah. one critical difference. The other massive difference is we weren't indebted, or at least not to any we, significant we, 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 degree.
0: Virtually a creditor nation. Yeah.
1: Basically, right. Yes, yes. Basically, a creditor nation. Uh, yep. The exact opposite. We right? don't have right? a the exact opposite with thirty trillion in debt. And I know you've been properly yeah. uh, informing the audience, Steve. About look, last month we had a massive deficit,
0: quarter of a trillion dollars, two hundred fifty. Could you ever imagine that number?
1: Listen, it's a big number for a year, right? Much less a month, and a big part of that. Is the massive increase in debt service costs because of interest rates rising? Right. So year over year, our total debt service costs up fifty three percent.
0: The two things that did it with the increase in debt service costs and a in a plummeting of yeah. tax revenues yeah. because of the destruction of aggregate demand.
1: I call uh, it the Malachi Crunch uh, for those who are Happy Days fans out there.
0: No, no it's it's it, it, so here's let's bring it up to the very moment. Right now on Capitol Hill, you have them and they're pulling every trick in the book, every trick in the book to get a, and we called this here five months ago, we said it's gonna be between 1.5 and probably closer to two trillion. The number they've, and they've only leaked the number, they haven't leaked the details, 1.7, and Steve, that's without the financing cost, right? Which is gonna be another $800 billion. You talk about on top of 3.5 and transfer payments, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, you're gonna add another two to two and a half, that's five and a half or $6 trillion. That's a massive short-term stimulus plan. Yeah. But this is what I don't get. The schizophrenia between the fiscal side and the monetary side right. is just going to lead us down this road to destruction. Right.
1: No, absolutely. So trying to squeeze out inflation, right, on one side, uh, and then massively stoking inflation on the other side. It makes absolutely no sense. It reminds me a lot of the Ukraine situation where we're NATO's funding both sides of the war over there. But getting back to here and to the U.S. economy, not only is this monstrosity of a bill, this omnibus, not only is it massively inflationary, Steve, but even maybe worse, uh, it is also an absolute handcuff upon the incoming GOP House. It takes away so much, if not all, of the leverage that they will have to do things like the border and unleashing American energy over Joe Biden. And so these Republican senators- Because you're
0: you're saying right now, you got to have full confrontation. If you want to get the energy thing passed, you got to be able to confront them on these crazy uh, uh, sustainability and Green New Deal things. And if you want to do the border, we'll get to that in the next segment. You, You see the Mac Daddy on Drudge, if we can put that up in the next segment- there is now a full-on invasion, and right. you're going to have to bring—and they're saying, oh, it's not a problem, it's not an issue. You're going to need a leverage point to bring them Correct. to the table, and this leverage point is to defund— And
1: right now, Republican senators are preparing to surrender that leverage point that's the reality. That's why we need the entire audience out there to pressure these Republican senators, some of whom, by the way, are literally on their way out the door. And they want this to be their shameful valedictory action, right, to essentially neuter the decision, the mandate of the American people who, thank God, are giving the gavel over to Republicans. But again, that gavel is going to come with enormous restrictions if this omnibus passes. So it's not just terrible economic policy. It's also absolutely, you know, political handcuffs. What it would do, Steve, it would effectively make the political carcass of Nancy Pelosi, still the Speaker of the House. For one year.
0: You're given, in her dead hands, you're putting the Speaker's gavel on what's most important, which is the appropriation of cash money, Yeah. right? This is, by the way, the 12 collaborationists that did the, what are your thoughts on the, on the uh, Marriage Equality Act?
1: Well, it shouldn't be called that, of course, right? Respect for Marriage Act, whatever the misname, misnomer is, uh, because it was an attack on religious liberty, and, and specifically an attack on Christian churches. And believe me, when I tell you that this, this, Ridiculous law is going to lead to a knock on the door of rectories that dare to uphold millennia of truth of Judeo Christian truth: of marriages between a man and a woman. But the same, to, I think, we're, the point you are making, Steve, is the same cast of characters, the same dozen or so scoundrels, right, who voted for that monstrosity, are the same ones who are now trying to vote for this. And,
0: and, and voted for the and voted back in uh, in March of twenty twenty one. We sat right here on the show and said this thing is going to be explode because aggregate demand is 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 already you can't put this money on top of it because it's starting to come back the same guys that did the american recovery act the same 12 the same backed on the infrastructure the same backed the marriage quality it's basically a moving cast of about 8 to 14 of these senators that are all collaborationists you know newt does this big article about biden's this he's wonderful they don't put anything in there he's a creation of mitch mcconnell's senate the numbers 202 224 3121. I put up today the chart up from uh, from the Hill where the senator is saying, you know, with anonymity, hey, what they hate is people calling up their offices, making them uncomfortable. Yes. That would be you. Even the guys leaving, Burr and these guys saying, hey, no, this, it matters. this stench is going to trail you, bro. Short break. Cortez is in for another block where only in the war room. We'll fight till all gone.
4: We rejoice when they're no more. Let's take down the CC.
0: Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401Ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bandon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text BANDON to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency.
3: Host Stephen K. Bannon. If we don't have free speech, then we just don't have a free country. It's as simple as that. If this most fundamental right is allowed to perish, then the rest of our rights and liberties will topple. Just like dominoes, one by one, they'll go down. That's why today I'm announcing my plan to shatter the left-wing censorship regime and to reclaim the right to free speech for all Americans. And reclaim is a very important word in this case because they've taken it away. In recent weeks, bombshell reports have confirmed that a sinister group of deep state bureaucrats, Silicon Valley tyrants, left-wing activists, and depraved corporate news media have been conspiring to manipulate and silence the American people. They have collaborated to suppress vital information on everything from elections to public health. The censorship cartel must be dismantled and destroyed and it must happen immediately, and here is my plan. First, within hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as miss or Okay, I, I want to put all,
0: it's six minutes long, and we're gonna play this whole thing probably in the second hour. It's very powerful and it's to the point. Um, and I've asked Dr. Seb Gorka to join Cortez and myself. Um my issue with this is the time is very you know, we've got the 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 um revelations out of Twitter, Seb and Steve, and we've got the um, what, but that is not a censorship issue. That is a government. This is a coup from a government. That is the issue. We should never take our hour off the ball on that. But Sal, yeah, I so, want you, cause I like the plan. I like the plan, but Hey baby, we ain't got to, to 2025 to put this right. in with the executive orders. We got to get on it now. And that's why I so, need our beloved president to come in here and say, Boom! No omnibus, and we're gonna sh- we're gonna be zeroing out the FBI, DOJ, DHS, and everybody associated with this crap is gonna get zero. Seb Gorka.
4: So I, I opened the the show with this because. Uh, to to drop this video which is a substantive video it's you know it's a good policy platform for 2024 but to do that when this stupid nft thing was dropped the same day uh, i had sargon of akkad on my show today and i said hey what do you think of this new first amendment video from the president he said what, what First Amendment video? This is a guy who follows American politics w- with a magnifying glass. And, and as soon You're as I best. saw this thing drop, I texted Mar-a-Lago, I, I texted the comm team, and I said, who the hell had the idea for this NFT thing? And and then I get a response from the team, no name, saying, oh, it's a business partner of the president's. What? And they didn't run it past Mar-a-Lago. I mean, the sheer insanity. We need serious people because the republic's fabric is in danger if steve bannon isn't at mar-a-lago if newt gingrich isn't at mar-a-lago at least least cash patel or somebody sane should say guys just can you hold the superman you know cartoons until we we've got some freedom of speech back first you know steve go ahead
0: by the way screw the business part i want to hear about that right now this thing was so powerful and you're absolutely correct i've been people have been blowing up on the nft we're going to play that in a second Nobody even talked about this. This is the most substantial policy thing he's come out with. Bingo!
1: No, a a substantial and correct policy uh, address was completely drowned out by marginalia, right? And what we need right now is maniacal focus. Why? Mm-hmm. Because we are losing our country. We have an open border, we have an economy that is tanking, and we have depraved indoctrination of children going on at our country right now. That's what time it is right now in America. And we need focus, including focus from the 45th president, who should be devoting all of his political capital right now to stopping this omnibus.
0: 100%. Let's play, I'm going to play the NFT, and then you can, if you haven't seen it, we'll play a little bit of the NFT, and then I want to bring Sub back in and Steve.
3: Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. Hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. Okay. These okay. cards I feature the some more. of the... I can't do this anymore.
0: He's one of the greatest presidents in history, but i got to tell you, whoever, what business partner, and anybody in the comms team, and anybody in mar lago and I love the folks down there, but we're at war. Mm-hmm. They ought to be fired today. You came out with something that's so important, which I still don't think gets to the heart of it. And, hey, you don't have three harder cores than Cortez, Bannon, and Seb <laughs> So when they're – and we're getting blown up all day on this. Seb, walk me through it. Walk me through your assessment of this, sir.
4: Never should have happened. I mean, so look—it's fun, it's hyperbolic, but whoever wrote that—that that pitch should be fired and should never be involved in any. B- I, I don't want them making the 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 presidential napkins for Mar-a-Lago. Okay, anybody who came up with that. And the president's war chest is is pretty strong right now. We've got two years until the actual you know, inauguration. We don't have time to waste. If you want to do this kind of stuff, you know, have 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 a, have a peon do it, okay? Get, get somebody who's recognized in the MAGA world to, you know, put their face to this thing and do it. But the president should not be involved with this. When we find out weekly meetings with the FBI, with ODNI, with yeah. DHS to censor yes. the most yes. important media platform yes. in America. And, and you know, Cash was on my show as well today says, where are the real emails, Elon? We we don't need this ephemera of of the, you know, the Slack channels inside Twitter. We want the FBI emails that are going to Palo Alto saying, nuke this account, take president Trump down. We know you've got them. Where are they? That's what the president should be talking about day in, day out that in an era where nobody reads newspapers, where, you know, TV, the best TV show gets 5 million views. Tucker gets 5, million out of 320 million. Twitter is the center of political news and it is owned. It is run by the FBI. That's what we should be concentrating on.
1: Steve, to that point or to Seb's point about the gravity of the moment here, right, and what we are learning, what we long suspected but now know factually about the intelligence community's operation to take down a president, right, via big tech. Big tech isn't really the story. The IC is the story. Hang
0: on for a second. I got to underline this. There's no doubt. You're not an alarmist. There's no doubt in your mind as you've seen this information coming up. They were just – the bozos at Twitter were just instruments. Correct. This was – The Donald on Donald Trump's watch, his FBI director, his department of justice had a coup and took him out. No doubt in your mind.
4: Absolutely. Can I just, just one thing, Steve, 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 just, just one thing. Can we just note who's James Baker? James Baker is the guy that Michael Sussman goes to that Mm, Michael Sussman goes to as chief counsel for the FBI. And then he just magically winds up as deputy chief counsel for Twitter. It's a coup.
1: No, so, listen. To, it was it was an intelligence operation. It was a digital insurrection against Donald Trump, and I believe it is at least the second president who has been taken down by the intelligence community. Uh, Nixon also being taken down by the IC. Yeah. He, he made some bad mistakes. Let, let, them let, me give, let
3: me let
0: me give you honorable mention to John F. Kennedy, and I'll put I'll put a pin on that in a second. Okay, but to
1: connect this to this video, Steve. Okay, this video, which is something that Diamond and Silk would put out, right? Not not the forty fifth president. Not this great man, Donald Trump, should not be doing this kind of video. But the video shows a lack of discipline and focus, and to take on the intelligence community is going to require unbelievable steely discipline and focus for whichever America first you think the ic commu- you
0: think the ic community is sitting there and the look at the nft thing go give me a break this guy's going to break us is that what your point is 100 seb you but brother you know it better than anybody is is cortez right is, is when they sit there and go he's got seb running his mouth he's got ben and his hair's already on fire cortez who cares <laughs> Trump Trump is 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 selling NFTs by the way not the greatest NFT market I've ever seen but no. is is that what they're thinking these killers over there are they thinking hey we got Trump
4: I, I don't know, because so many of them are so arrogant, and they're, they're real pikers. I mean, look, a, a Clapper was such a cretin that he gave the tour. he gave the KGB a, a station chief a pink all-access Pentagon badge in the 1990s as chief of DIA. I mean, these aren't exactly the sharpest tools in the shed, but they're powerful and they're arrogant. So, yes, yeah, some of them are laughing, but, but they're still afraid of President Trump, because if President Trump yep. is serious about draining the swamp, remember, five weeks ago at Mar-a-Lago, he literally declared war on the deep state when he said, term limits and no lobbying for members of Congress. That's, that is, That is you know, the seriousness of, of his de- declaration yes. of war. But if he if he brought people back who were serious, and I don't mean just yeah. as advisors, but for actually running a serious shop at Mar-a-Lago, the campaign, I made a little list on the show today. Uh, if you were involved, if uh, Joe DiGenova, if Cash Patel, Carrie Lake, Dan Bongino, Rudy Giuliani, uh, you know, if, if Bernie Kerik were involved. These people would crap their pants inside the IC. So let's have some serious men and women around the president who will make these people fill their diapers, Steve, because we can do it.
0: What what should happen? What should happen in Mar-a-Lago?
1: Firing of everybody. By the way, everybody who was involved in this video and also everybody who was involved or at least asleep at the wheel uh, while while the dinner with Nazis happened. Okay, those people, all of them have to go. Uh, they they have to go for starters, and then secondly, though, look, we can't absolve President Trump of his responsibility here. Right? It's his campaign, it's his operation. He has to get focused. He has to get really, really focused. And I invite him and and beg him to get involved right now in this process of convincing these Republican senators do not pass this omnibus. We, we've
0: we've already pushed the uh, the debt ceiling. I think we've killed amnesty. President Trump's got to get involved in the uh, omnibus. Real quick, I know you got a punch. You're going to a big a gala. Tonight. Yes, American okay. Principles
1: Project uh, with Terry Schilling, who runs just a fantastic group, yeah. uh, having a big Christmas celebration tonight. So really thrilled to go there. And if you don't know APP, please follow them. and the best.
0: their important work. How do they get to you?
1: I'm at Steve on the on the getter. And then on Twitter, I'm at Cortez, Steve Cortez with an
0: S. Always good advice. You're always, and by the way, great on Capital Markets. You're shot today. And by the way, people, this is going to get very, very bumpy as the insanity of a massive stimulus bill, which it is, at the same time the Fed's jacking interest rates. So we're in, we're into it. We're in uncharted territory. Uh, President Reagan didn't do that. Okay, short break. Seb's going to stick around. Steve, thank you so much for coming, brother. Appreciate You're it. always, man. always. Thank you. Okay, short break. Seb Gorker on the other side. Offers for free iPhones are usually too good to be true. Just like freedom itself, nothing in life is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get the same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile also offers a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's B-A-N-N-O-N. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values or our country, support a company that does. Patriot Mobile. You get there by going to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call nine seven two Patriot. Here's your host Stephen K. Back. Okay, Seb, I want to go to the first. I want to go to the first video where the president made a case about uh, censorship and uh, the First Amendment, freedom of speech, things he's going to do on the afternoon that he's inaugurated in twenty twenty five. But to get to the heart of it, because um, even Jack Dorsey said, "Hey." They had a, uh, a a activist investor who turned out was Elliott Management. He named the guy right, which is run by is run by uh, Paul Singer, yeah, a renowned hedge fund guy. Uh, that it was a it was a basically a government operation, government control. That's the words that Dorsey used, not not Bannon or Subcorker. What should the president <laughs> have included? Is your recommendation in this video today to talk about the heart of the beast, which is the intel community? the law enforcement community, making a move on him, sir? Uh,
4: It's what I said to you, Stephen K. Bannon, uh, about six years ago when we walked into the West Wing. And I said that we have to, in every department of government, find the people who are the most egregious actors when it comes to undermining the US Constitution. And you'll find at least two in every department, even in the Department of Agriculture. And you have them arrested at their desk if they have been undermining the US Constitution. You put them in cuffs and you per- walk them out of the building in front of CNN's cameras. You have to change the culture of corruption and the deep state in America. Uh, you can't get rid of everyone in federal government. But you can change the culture where they believe they get to decide the future of the nation, not the man who was elected by the American people. So he should have said today, number one, which is what, you know, 23 year veterans of the FBI have said on my show. People like Dan Bongino, former Secret Service agents, have said the FBI is unsalvageable. President Trump should have said the FBI is a threat. To the freedoms of Americans and its missions, the CI mission, the CT mission, the CRIM mission, must be handed over to other federal agencies and it must be dismantled. In the meantime, until I dismantle it, its key aspects that are threatening parents at school board meetings, that is utilizing the Patriot Act against innocent Americans, that is targeting people because they are pro life, must be defunded by the GOP. And when I come back into the White House, We will have the writ of the American people across all federal government and we will not allow the IC to ride roughshod over our rights whether it's it's at weekly twitter meetings or whether it's having 24 FBI agents with M4s in ceramic plated vests bursting into a pro life man's home as his seven children are screaming don't take our daddy away so there has to be you know a political declaration of war against the intelligence community that th- you saw them steve i saw them every stinking yep. week at the NSC yep. who never mentioned the yep. president name, never mentioned what the president wants, but said, hey, I'm the SIS. I'm the SES. I get to decide where America goes. President Trump has to send a message. We are coming after you.
0: Do we have, this is the reason this Omnibus is so important to stop now, because it gives us the anvil of being able to defund these guys and starting in January 3rd. Do we have, in your opinion, before you punch, uh, can we wait on this until uh, January of 2025,
4: sir. Not, not really, not really, because average Americans will be under attack this Sunday on, on my show on Newsmax. I'm going to have Joseph McBride, who's the lawyer, the attorney for at least a dozen of the J6 political prisoners where it's happening right now. When people like Matt Perner are choosing suicide, are hanging themselves, young men, uh, instead of taking that six year Enhanced terrorist sentence for doing nothing on January the sixth. We don't have time. That man is a martyr to the republic, and Biden and his DOJ have Matt Perner's blood on their hands. So no, we you know every single patriot's life is is priceless so we we need republicans to step up to to find a backbone to have that testicular fortitude and i don't know if, if Harmie dylan can do it but everybody has a role to play so no 2024 is the ideal case scenario but we have to start saving the republic every single school board meeting uh, at a time and it's up to every one of the viewers of the war room steve don't, don't just watch the war room or listen to my show on salem get engaged It's your country. If you're not going to save it, who is?
0: Seb, how do people get to your show? How do they get to uh, the podcast, all your writings, all of it?
4: Yeah, the, the web page is the easiest one. We we have the show up there 24-7. That's SebGorka.com. I'm on all social media except the, the fascist at YouTube. So you can follow me on Truth Social, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. And the and the latest one is the, the uh, Substack for, for unique content. That's my whole name is one word, Sebastiangorka.substack.com. So get engaged, follow us, listen to Steve, listen to Cortez. It's up to us, guys. It really is. Up to us.
0: Dr. Gorker, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Really appreciate God it. God bless. Merry Stay Christmas. Thank you, brother. Um, by the way, the number for the Senate switchboard number is 202-224-3121. That's 202-224-3121. We showed you the story from the Hill this morning. It said, hey, they hate getting these calls on this omnibus. It's putting them on the spot. Put your senator on the spot now. I want to bring in jeremy hughes jeremy was jeremy you were the political director i think for nevada uh in the western region for the Correct I'm on the rnc or the trump campaign during the 2020 campaign is that correct
2: yeah so i had the western u.s and uh, texas for trump victory in 2020
0: trump victory you you've got personal experience i want to talk about i think you put out a, a tweet today i wanted to get you on here about uh, Caroline Wren and some spending that went on, you're saying, "Hey, all this the stuff we had, um, you know, we had Harmeet on this morning. We had the, um, what was it Jennifer uh, Van Van Flair from the uh, from um, Red State, who was the writer, and we had Mike Lindell talking about their thoughts on this spending. You've got a different take on it, it because your tweet I think caused a lot of consternation by around a lot of people. Walk us through what the tweet was." Uh, what's the meaning of it, and uh, what's your assessment of things?
2: Yeah, so uh, basically, I uh, you know, wake up this morning, I see this article about spending at the RNC, and I start, you know, looking through Twitter, seeing reactions, and what kind of stuck out to me was I see a lot of these people you know, that were outraged, feigning outrage about this that I know for a fact just you know spent uh, way outside the bounds when they had, you know, RNC cards or had the opportunity. And so, you know, for me, I can't stand hypocrites. And I saw this, you know, this tweet from Kurt that that basically, you know, oh my gosh, look at what the RNC was spending on. And, you know, here I remember, uh, to give people a little bit of background, in 2020 after the election, the Nevada Republican Party had set up a war room um, at an off the strip property, uh, really great rate, was being very conscious of spending. And Caroline Wren comes in and says, no, we have to move it to the Las Vegas Strip at the Venetian, which costs a lot more money. You know, it's a really nice resort. And so anyway, she was calling the shots, running the show. We moved it there. Um, And then every day there were three meals catered a day, just bottles of wine everywhere. And so I see Kurt, you know, being outraged by this. And I'm thinking, this guy was in that war room. I don't really know what he did. He didn't seem to yeah. bring anything to the war room besides just, he was just there. But, um, and, yeah. and I'm thinking, that's $35,000 that was rung up. And, but, you know, these people, I just, yeah. just want to make yeah. sure
0: the details. I want to make sure people have the context. This was the days right after. In 2020, yeah. when the whole thing yeah. was up in the air and we you had teams going to Arizona, you had teams going to Pennsylvania, you had what Corey and, and Rudy in Nevada was going to be a key one. And I think you had, yeah. and I think these guys volunteered, Kurt Schlichter, Schlichter volunteered to go out, uh, Schlapp volunteered to go out. Uh, I think Ambassador Grinnell went out uh, and, yeah. uh, and, uh, and I think um, uh, Ke- Brian Kennedy went out and some others, they all went out volunteers the Venetian is Sheldon Adelson's hotel, right? So, I mean, it's it's not illogical to move it there. It's obviously more expensive. I'm sure Sheldon can't because he can't give a contribution like that, can't give you a discount. But there was exactly. a massive team of pe- there was a mass, and you were one of the head guys. It was a massive team of people because in the urgency of the moment, Nevada, and I think laxall joined you guys. He was a local yeah. guy. He was not running for the Senate at the time. He was a former Attorney General. We thought, and I think everybody thought, and look, I'm still saying they stole uh, Nevada. Like they just stole it from Laxalt here uh, recently because the, 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 the union's got a system, all, the old Harry Reid system. So you had a ton of people there, right? And you guys ran, what, a 50-lawyer uh, war room for how many days and trying to turn around. It failed at the end, uh, and Nevada was probably the first one out that we knew, what, two or three weeks later, because you guys came back and said, hey, they control, they control the apparatus, they control the unions, and they control the House and the Senate. So this was a call to arms for people to show up, was it not?
2: It was. And, and, you know, we had a space that was big and fit everybody. And we were told, it you know, it wasn't nice enough. We had to go to the Venetian.
0: So let's leave Kurt out for a second. Is your, is your thing that, uh, Harmeet and 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 Caroline and and the reporter that there's been a miscommunication here that this spending is not what it seems. Uh, you're citing an example, a specific example of a worm that was set up in, in the moment. But you know, uh, you know the RNC leadership. You've worked with Ronald. Mm-hmm. You've worked with other people too. You're a consultant that's paid to win. You know whether it's for Trump or others to win elections is your point that you feel the article was unfair in red state is is that your point or is it just guys like schlichter and carolyn ren and others saying oh look at this terrible situation and they were involved in something in nevada that you were uncomfortable with yeah well i think it's a couple things
2: one i think there was details that were you know glossed over in the story as you know the white you know the white house the white house easter egg roll was paid for by the rnc um there were things that were paid for that uh, you know, the private plane travel was sometimes Air Force One. Um, you know, people had to pay to be on Air Force One. And so those you know details were conveniently left out of this story. Um, and then, yeah, look, to me, um, there was a lot of spending that went on in that war room that was not necessary. And, you know, I was told, hey, don't worry, the RNC is picking up the bill because, you know, Caroline, as an as a RNC finance person, had an RNC credit card. And so um, she was running the war room, running the show and, you know, buying all the stuff. And so for me, I see these guys now, they're concerned about RNC spending. They weren't concerned in November of 2020 when they were ordering catered, you know, catered meals and bottles of wine from the Venetian. And so the hypocrisy there kind of gets me. Um, and, and to me, it's like, this is who Harmeet to is set to kind of, you know, she were to win, would run her operation. And for me, it's like putting the arsonist in charge of the fire department.
0: So hang on for one second. I want to go back to because the mementos or the tchotchkes have gotten people's attention, $17 million. Are you saying that there was the White House Easter egg roll and other things like that were underwritten and that's why the $17 million number looks so over the top that there are major things here dealing with President Trump at the time of the White House that were underwritten that we're not seeing is not broken out in the detail?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you were in the White House. Some of this stuff there are, um, you know, Christmas parties, congressional pic- picnics, those aren't paid for by the taxpayers. Um, and so this was stuff the RNC picked up. So, uh, you know, the White House could do these things. And so that's why that number, right? Because when you look at it at, at first blush, you're like 17 million. Well, how, how does that make any sense? Like, you know, there's not enough tchotchkes in the world, I don't think, that a donor, you know, you'd have to give them so many every time over. And so, uh, yeah, I think there was some, you know, this was clearly a hit piece fed to this reporter, which is fine. That's politics. But I think people understanding the full context is important.
0: Jeremy, hang on. We want to hold you through the break. Jeremy Hughes joins us. He's taking umbrage with uh, the reports coming out of Red State. Uh, I think Jennifer Van Von Flair. I think it was the, the writer we had her on this morning. Mike Lindell, Harmid Dillon, all of it. Short break. Jeremy's going to join us on the other side.
4: We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP.
0: COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty dollars And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee, and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org.
2: Arrived, the new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now.
0: Okay, tpusa.com slash war room. Make sure you go check it out. The big gathering, 17 to 20 in, um, in, um, in phoenix in the phoenix metropolitan area go check it out tucker's going to be there candace owens is going to be the Senator josh harley mtg a whole slate of people would we'll be doing the show live from there so make sure we want to meet and greet everybody so go check it out today that's saturday through tuesday okay um jeremy hughes joins us uh was one with trump victory back in 2020 it was an eyewitness to all this you, you made a comment, Jeremy, before we went to break, that you wouldn't put an arsonist in charge of what the fire department in talking about Harmeet. What do you, what do you mean by that?
2: Uh, you know, earlier today, I saw Harmeet say something uh, or Benny Johnson on his, on his show say personnel is policy. And so for me, you know, seeing, uh, you know, when Caroline was you know, Trump victory, RNC finance, um, you know. The way she would, you know, spend RNC money, and so if Meet this is who she's going to put in charge of stuff. To me, it's the personnel's, you know, policy, then the spending will be through the roof. Uh, again, just pointing back to the Nevada example at that war room, which was just, you know, let's just get as many bottles of wine as we can, uh, we can order, and so that to me is is why. I don't think meat would be a great choice. And as RPD, I had one interaction with her. Um, I went up and asked her, I said, hey, you know, I see you on TV a lot. I'm your RPD. I want to talk to you about being a surrogate for the president's campaign, going into other states and, uh, you know, stepping on behalf of the president. And she basically told me, like, look, I'd love to do that, but I don't do the small events. It's got to be something worth my time. And you contrast that to a guy like Rick Grinnell, who uh, I worked with a lot. Um, during that cycle, and you know, he would do anything we asked. There was no how many people are going to be there, um, yeah. you know. And so, to me, that just speaks to the the level of commitment she has, and and you know, seeing her say stuff like on John Frederick's, where she said if she doesn't win, she'll have to reevaluate, uh, you know, being a member of the RNC. Uh, to me, it's clearly just an ego thing, um, and this all points to that. And so, um, you know, I. I've done this for 16 years, Steve, and I've had the opportunity to work. Go ahead.
0: ahead. Continue on. Go ahead and finish.
2: No, I was going to say, you know, having done this for 16 years, I've I've worked on a lot of tough races, which means usually you have a lot of involvement from the RNC. And so, uh, you know, all the chairmen that um, have been there were great, but I can tell you that there's, there's been no one better than Rana. And, just, you know, in, in working on races and, and seeing the resources and the modernization she's brought to the party, uh, I think is tremendous. And, you know, I see a lot of talk about ballot harvesting from, you know, people that, that seem to oppose Rana. And I think that's great. We should talk about ballot harvesting. But we should also talk about the fact that in 2020, in California and Nevada, um, Ronna, we, we were very aggressive in ballot harvesting. In fact, you know, we partnered with those state parties and in California, uh, you know, the attorney general who's now the Senator came after us because we were so aggressively ballot harvesting. Um, and they kept ballot harvesting this cycle. Um, you know, Montana, we picked up seeds, Oregon, California, Nevada, we picked up a governorship and those are all places where ballot harvesting's legal and there were ballot harvesting operations. So, um, that's just something I, when I see them talk about it, they clearly either don't know what's going on at the grassroots level or are just being misleading to voters uh, and and the one sixty eight. And so that, you know, again, that just kind of bothers me.
0: Okay. I just want to make ambassador Grinnell and he's a, you Mm -hmm. know, a a friend of the show comes on a lot, Matt Schlapp. I just want to make sure it's not Kurt Schlichter or Carolyn Wren. They were at, at this uh and I remember Arizona, I Nevada, I never got out there, but I remember Nevada was such a key, you know, that was one that was gonna be so yeah. obvious it was stolen because what they did, and you know this, and and, and also came to 22, it's a reason Adam Laxalt's not a U.S. senator, right? He had the twenty-two thousand vote lead and they know exactly what they gotta do, they know exactly how many votes they gotta get, the culinary union with um you know, with the Harry Reid, with the remnants of the Harry Reid apparatus. So You did have Grinnell, you did have Matt Schlapp, along with Schlichter, Mm -hmm. and many other things, I think Brian Kennedy. So there were many people, and I think at the time there was this urgency it had to get done, and and I'm sure you'll have more details later. But I just want to go back before we let you go. This overall issue with the spending, you're saying that if you break it down into bigger detail— that you're going to have Air Force One and other things where the jets look at three point the private jets at three point one. There'll be the, the Air Force One and other elements to it, and in um, the uh, tchotchkes, the seventeen million that you'll see when it's all laid out. That there'll be things that were underwritten at the White House, the the, the Christmas parties, the the uh, Easter egg rolls, things that couldn't, things that you couldn't. The government's not supposed to pick up for them. I just want to make sure our, our viewers are getting the correct story. Is that your position?
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it should make voters and U.S. citizens feel good that, you know, if the RNC, if the president asked the chairman of a party to come on Air Force One, that we're not picking up that tab, um, that the political parties have to. Um, and I think that, you know, that's what happens. So, I you know, I'm sure that members of the RNC and staff were asked a lot of times by President Trump to, you know, come brief him on Air Force One or travel. Um, and, yeah, that, that gets picked up by the RNC, not by the taxpayers.
0: Jeremy, what's your social media? I know today on Twitter you caused quite a ruckus. Uh, want to make, make sure our audience gets full accesses. What's your social media? How do people track you? Uh, I think it's like
2: Jeremy B. Hughes uh, on, uh, on Twitter and, I'm, you know, Truth Social Getter on there. I think it's just Jeremy Hughes. Um, uh, yeah, that they, they great pictures from the White House Christmas party.
0: Um, so, Jeremy, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate it.
2: No problem. Thanks, Steve.
0: Thank you, brother. Okay, this is this issue is not going to go away. I think tonight on Tucker, I think John Rich is going to be on Tucker tonight. My understanding is Harmeet may be on Laura. Laura Ingram. We're going to have I think Rana if she can make it on tomorrow. There's also be other people, this whole issue about the RNC, the money, the direction, the focus. You just heard Jeremy say, hey, the ballot harvesting thing is actually an initiative has been on. So it's going to be, this is going to be contentious and it's going to be ugly. But hey, it's politics and it's over the power of the greatest nation on earth. Speakers situation, same. This omnibus, the same. This ain't beanbag, ladies and gentlemen. Short break. Back in the war room in just second for the second hour. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is s a t sat123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only ninety nine ninety five plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat that's s a t one two three com sat one two three com slash bannon and get your device today. Don't put it off; life can change in an instant. That's sat one two three com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancellable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.